Welcome to MonkCast, a podcast from the Benedictine Monks, St. Benedict's Abbey in Atchison, Kansas. Today's our Thanksgiving edition, so we're joined by a couple of monks, Brother Luke Turner and Brother Timothy. We've been uh, monks here since 2012, so uh, we'll just start off, and uh, we'll start with you, Brother Timothy, I guess. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm Brother Timothy. I uh, am a junior monk here. I professed vows in 2012, along with Brother Luke. Um, before that, I was a student at Benedictine College. I'm originally from a small, small farming town in uh, in Kansas called Home, and uh, now I uh, I'm the sacristan for the Abbey and have sort of various other tasks in the monastery. So, Brother Luke, how about you? Where do you, where do you come from? You know, Timothy and I were not Brother Timothy and I were not born too far apart. I was born in Concordia, Kansas. And grew up the most uh, the majority of my life in Kansas City, going to parochial schools there, graduating from Savior of the World, which is a prep seminary. Entered the Abbey the first time after uh, my sophomore year of college here at Benedictine, and then before making vows, I discerned to leave and go out into the world. And I think my original plans uh, greatly increased from a year to to. Uh, a great deal of time. So I, I returned to the Abbey in, 19, in 2011, 30 years to the day. Uh, probably not the original plan, but we never know what God's plans really are for us, right? So so what did you do uh, during that 30-year span while you were not in the monastery? Well, I, I, cha- I did a lot of things. I changed uh, majors. I went from an English and Spanish major to a marketing and management major and initially was recruited by Hallmark Cards, worked for them in, in Omaha, subsequently took a management training position with uh, uh, credit card acquiring company and joined MasterCard International in 1996 and uh, rose through the ranks and was a corporate executive, a senior vice president on the acquiring side for MasterCard International and had uh, the opportunity to work in 42 countries and accrued over 6 million miles flying. So I saw lots of different places and had the opportunity to, to, to see firsthand uh, different cultures and languages and, and how they interacted with the, the payment methods of MasterCard. Well, very good. But something obviously brought you back here. So uh, my first question for both of you, and I suppose I'll start with you, Brother Luke, is uh, why are you a monk? Why well, am a monk? I, um, as I as I alluded to, the the opportunity to work with Mastercard for so many years was enriching in so many ways. But um, I think I, you know, the, the discernment lasted quite a bit longer, maybe than other people's discernment uh, pr- uh, process. I, I started out in in uh, Dallas of working in a in a soup kitchen. I thought that I might find some fulfillment in doing some volunteer work which I did, and I continued to do that when I was transferred to Atlanta. But I think all in all, I think uh, two, two things come to mind. One is I really wanted to do more than do something part-time. And the other, I think, it was sort of a, a feeling of unfulfillment in my job with MasterCard and living in the world with, uh, with all the kind of the material trappings that go with that. And so um, through uh, actually a, initially a requirement by my parish I belonged to in Atlanta, um, and something that I found very enriching was the, the adoration on Friday evenings when I returned from traveling all week. That's it's really there that I heard God's voice uh, telling me that he was waiting for me here in Atchison. So without looking at any other religious communities, I, I knew this is sort of where he wanted me to be, and I returned uh, after selling everything in, in uh, the summer of 2011. Very good. Now, Brother Timothy, I mean, you took a little shorter path to get here, I suppose, so why are you a monk? Well, um, I first got introduced to the monks of St. Benedict's Abbey as a student of Benedictine College. And um, when I was a student, I was really sort of uh, discovering my Catholic faith at a, at a deeper level um, than I had ever uh, known before. 
And so um, one of the things that I came across, um, as you might expect, as a as a college of of as a student of the college was the rule of St. Benedict. And I immediately um, fell in love with the rule and uh, and everything that um, all the wisdom that St. Benedict has to offer for living a good Christian life. And uh, throughout my years as a student, um, I began to grow closer to God and began to uh, dis- try and discern his will for, for my life after I graduated. And uh, little by little, that kind of led me to, um, to a decision to enter St. Benedict's Abbey. Very good. So, Brother Timothy, you talked about serving as a sacristan, and, you know, Brother Luke, you know, you didn't really elaborate on your job. So, uh, you know, what do you guys as a community do, and, you know, what do you guys do individually? So we'll start with uh, sort of break down your daily schedule for us, if you could, like, you know, when you wake up, what what do monks do? Well, uh, the first thing that all the monks do when we wake up is uh, pray together. We pray uh, vigils and lauds um, every morning together as a community. And uh, that really gives us a chance to sort of get our day um, started off on the on I guess the right foot, um, devoting sort of the the earliest hours of our day to God, and uh, and praying to Him. And then after that, you know, we uh, breakfast will follow, and then all the monks kind of go to their uh, various assignments, um, working in different capacities. Some are, you know, teachers or. Uh, Minute, you know, campus ministers or pastors or different things. Um, as I said, right now I have a number of different um, in-house tasks. So each each day might look uh, considerably different to what um, what I do, sort of day by day and hour by hour. But it's usually um, things within the monastery. Uh, in the past, I've I have uh, taken classes at Benedictine College in uh, in preparation for um, seminary studies one day. And uh, so that would be a, a, a big part of the day is, you know, the, the schoolwork. Um, but then any kind of other uh, any kind of other responsibilities that one might have, whether it's, you know, um, uh, as I said, teaching or or anything in the monastery, cleaning, preparing things. Um, uh, lots of monks are involved in sort of administrative roles either here in the monastery or Timothy, you, you raise a great point because I, if I could clean all the time, that would be my favorite thing to do. But, uh, you know, and you're right, I, I probably didn't mention what I do. And Timothy mentions that exactly. I think our days are very varied. Um, I know uh, I, I do a constant comparison, I think, from my previous life in corporate to my life here in the monastery. And there is a great deal of variety. No two days really look alike. Some of the things that I'm engaged with or assigned to by the abbot is I teach in the School of Business in the college, so I spend Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays teaching students in the School of Business, um, and that's especially helpful with my background. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, I try to assist as sort of a monastic liaison in the advancement office, so I either accompany uh, some of the advancement staff out on calls with friends and benefactors or help with letter writing or different campaigns helping our overall um, relationship with our with our friend with the friends and the benefactors of the abbey I also have responsibility for um, the financial secretary for the college council Knights of Columbus and um, I'm on various committees within the the abbey here with uh, investments and strategic planning and then lastly I spent a little bit of time um, I was um, approached by the abbot primate last uh, this last spring to work uh, twice a year so in the month of March and the month of August I spend some weeks over in Rome working on the um, on the orders uh, finances on the finance council 
but on any given day, there's lots of variety in terms of coming and going and guests show up or uh, Timothy and I both work together on, um, on the kitchen manager as well. So we do a lot of things together to uh, make purchasing of food for meals and special meals and um, special diets that the monks may have and so forth. So there's lots of interaction, not only between the community members, but also with, with our friends outside the Abbey. So, Brother Timothy, you sort of uh, touched on it, you know, talking about getting your day started right and uh, stuff like that. So, um, you know, just to break it down, so uh, like I said, this is a Thanksgiving edition. So, you know, part of prayer is, you know, giving thanks and praise to God, obviously. So why is it necessary to do that, would you say? And uh, why do you guys do it not only as a community and why do you do it constantly? So, Well, um, one thing that I I guess I wanted to make reference to was actually um, a part of the Mass, one of the prefaces that, you know, these these change, they're not the same every day. But um, one of them, I think, has a beautiful sort of uh, description of praise and thanksgiving, um, and it, it, it goes like this. Uh, For although you have no need of our praise, yet our thanksgiving is itself your gift, since our praises add nothing to your greatness but profit us for salvation." Um, and so in that prayer, you know, I think it, I think the beautiful thing is it makes it explicit that, that God is, um, God is all good and God is all perfect and really doesn't, uh, he, although he deserves and has every right to our praise and, and thankfulness, um, it doesn't benefit him in any way because being perfect, he, he, he just can't be benefited from it. But, um, it's, it's an odd relationship in that when we offer God praise and thanksgiving, the one benefited is actually us who are doing it. Um, and so uh, it's, it, it's, it's a beautiful way to keep in mind that God has really uh, does everything, um, you know, for, for us, that, that God didn't need to create the world or, you know, uh, create beautiful things in the world or to even create uh, people. Um, God didn't need to give us our, you know, our freedom and free will, um, but he, he saw it as a good for us. And then when we had sinned, uh, God didn't need to send uh, Christ, you know, his only beloved son, to suffer and die to redeem us. Um, God didn't need any of that, but we did, and it was all for our sake. Yeah, I like what Brother Timothy says. The only thing I would maybe add to that is the fact that um, you know, things that we, we do things for people that we love. And so that's sort of the way I look at as I get up each morning is that I'm in love with this uh, person, Jesus Christ. And so it's a real opportunity when you have those kinds of relationships that you go back to them day after day and you, and you build on those relationships. And I, that's what I like so much about the, the quote that, that Brother Timothy brought up, that prayer, that um, he doesn't, doesn't need it, but uh, it's something that we love to do. And as monks, um, that's such an integral part of our day. We may do a lot of works and so forth, but the, the, the prayers that we do each day, they punctuate our day each day. And one thing that St. Benedict talks about in his rule is, you know, that it's better to live in a community rather than being a hermit. So maybe if you could explain what that means and why you guys pray as a community rather than just going off and praying by yourself somewhere. Well, uh, praying as a community um, allows us to, I guess, better um, sort of imitate and... Um, uh, yeah, imitate the the entire community of the church, uh, both here on earth and the the church in heaven. You know, the, the angels and saints who are who are worshiping and praising God continuously. Um, so it it really makes I guess uh, uh, clear that 
that sort of uh, uh, communal nature of the church that no um, no Christian is even if he is a hermit is not um, is not separated from from the rest of creation you know the rest of the, the rest of the world uh, but then also you know it allows um, being praying together as a community really it it offers us a lot more than that. It, it, it strengthens us as a community. Um, you know, it, we get to know one another better because we pray together. And there's, I guess, and you're always deeper than I am, Brother Timothy. I look at it, there's, a, there's the witness piece that's important for me, the fact that um, there's a physical witness of the group of the, of the monks coming together to pray in common, and that we're called to that. You know, you can use also this whole thing of accountability, but um, I, I think what Brother Timothy said is so, you know, such more, so much more meaningful, but there's these other kind of components, if you will. There's the witness, and I think um, it, it resonates with the college students or even the retreatants that come here that join us. They know that uh, whether they're, they're with us here or not on retreat or coming up for, before they start classes for the day, they know there's the physical witness of the monks meeting several times each day, whether they accompany us or not on that journey. So I, I think it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, like I said, I go back to this word witness. In that same realm of gratitude, what would you say about your monastic life that you're most thankful for? Oh, gosh, the, the discernment. I, there's not too many days, albeit, you know, there's struggles in, in no matter what, uh, what matter of life that you live, but um, I'm constantly grateful for the fact that I was able, after, after a very successful career in the, in the public space, to be able to come, in, and um, this has really been a gift for me, to come into um, the monastic community, and join, you know, my expertise from, you know, my heart, my hands, whatever I can do, and join uh, with the hearts and hands of the community. Um, so it's, it's really kind of a second life, if you will. It's, it's really nice for me to be able to, to look back on what I've done, but more importantly, to um, be able to join the monastic community as kind of a second part of my life. And I think uh, one of the things I'm most grateful for is uh, I've, heard, I've heard people people ask me questions like this about uh, living in being a monk and living in the monastery, you know, what do you like most about it? What are you most thankful for, grateful for? And uh, recently somebody asked me and they said, but don't say community because everybody says that. And, uh, and I've got to thinking about it and, uh, and he's right. You know, community is one of the the greatest things that I'm, uh, that I appreciate that I'm thankful for, but not just um, sort of simply the, the, the community that we have here now, but our common history, um, you know, the St. Benedict's Abbey has a history of uh, serving here in Kansas for almost 160 years, and that has all come down to us who are currently the monks of the Abbey as kind of our, our patrimony, our heritage that, that, that we have and that, that we uphold, and um, that's, that's part of the, you know, our vow of stability, which is another thing I'm, I'm grateful for, that, that we're here in this location uh, to serve it kind of for the long haul, um, and certainly a lot longer than any of our individual lives. Um, and I think that's, that's another beautiful, um, kind of testament to, uh, to God's, um, work in, in our lives and work through us to, you know, to serve the, the people of Kansas here. Well, talking about the history of the monastery, you know, there's a lot of interesting things that the monks have done throughout the years. Um, so uh, what would you say if there's anything in that 158-year history that really sticks out to you, what would that be? Well, um, man, I think uh, just the the whole sort of uh, 
way in which we got here was was interesting. Um, the it wasn't really um, anyone's plan to found a monastery in Kansas, but obviously it was God's plan. Uh, there were a lot of things kind of working against us from the very beginning, from the very first monk to set foot in Kansas, uh, all the way through you know our foundation as a community and uh, building our you know our, our monastery and our church. Um, it's it's quite clear that kind of the we weren't all that successful, maybe according to the world. You know, there were been times where we, you know, struggled a great deal with uh, with finances. You know, in the midst of, of of building, you know, a monastery and not and not uh, really coming up with with enough money for it. But but always it was obvious that um, that this was God's plan. You know, because uh, despite all these kind of setbacks and obstacles, we've we've always, um, we, we're still here. You know, God wanted us here, and so he kept us here. Yeah, I second the fact that stability is such an integral part of our lifestyle, and I think probably after MasterCard had me living in, what, five or six different cities and then abroad in, in Brazil, and so the stability piece was very appealing to me. But I think as Timothy points out, the there ha, there has been sort of a constant in the work that we've done as monks here in Atchison, Kansas, whether it be pastoral work, teaching in the college, but the one thing that's really remained constant is lifting up the world in prayer. And I think that's, for me, that's one of the most important things. I know at the end of the day, the abbot can assign me to a whole host of responsibilities or roles within the abbey or within the community here. But I think I know that as monks and as a community, we come together and we pray. Um, as men, we invite people to pray for us. We we pray for the needs of the world. And, and that's, the, that's the real constant throughout the almost 160-year history. And, um, you know, sort of a... What would you say are a couple of just sort of practical things people could do at home to uh, sort of grow in thankfulness or, you know, sort of a virtue of gratitude, I suppose? But if, is there a couple of things you would suggest to people, Brother Lou? I guess the first thing that comes to mind is, it, it, you know, and I, I speak from experience here. I know when I was in the world, it's it's so hard to carve out time. But um, as Brother Timothy said so beautifully at the beginning, you know, it's so, I think it's rewarding for us, and God loves the fact that we, when we stop and pause in our day, whether it be for a minute or three minutes, just, you know, whether it be at the beginning of the day or the end of the day, to really thank God for the many gifts. And I think Father Jay said it so well in last week's Monk Cast, the fact that there are so many things, you know, when you, somebody says, think of 100 things, you think, wow, that's an incredible list, but it's so easy to come up with 5, 10, 20, 30 things that we're thankful in any given day, and I, I think that's having that pause in a day um, and as I point out to my, what's responsible for my own vocation in returning to the Abbey was the adoration piece. And I know so many parishes have, uh, you know, a lot of days or times, or some even have 24 by 7 adoration to stop in uh, on any given day at a specific time, just spend five or 10 minutes, even if it's a half hour or an hour even. So those are too practical. Yeah, the the other thing I've been thinking about that, that I try to incorporate into my own life is... Um, an examination of conscience that I think a lot of people uh, do make a daily examination of conscience or, or a uh, frequent one at least. And um, as a part of that, not only reflecting on kind of my, my own sinfulness and my own failings, but also on God's goodness and the gifts that I've been given um, and how, you know, uh, what, what I am thankful for. So it's, it's not, it's not just a sort of, um, a uh, repentant, I guess, uh, examination of conscience, but it's also a thankful one. It's it's giving thanks to God for 
you know, everything throughout the day that, that he has, you know, allowed me to have and given me to strengthen me. And, um, and then also, you know, simply being thankful for his, uh, his mercy, you know, in that examination, you know, for those, you know, those sinful things that I may have acknowledged. And I know that God is there ready to, uh, ready to give me, you know, his, his abundant mercy. And all I have to do is ask. And so, um, I, I would recommend that, that if, uh, if somebody already makes, you know, maybe an evening examination of conscience to, as a part of that, add, um, a reflection of, you know, what, where has God been in your life? Where, what are you thankful for? What, um, what has he given you? Well, very good. Well, thanks for taking the time to join us today. Today, we're going to, uh, round out the podcast. Um, so we recently started a new initiative called Monk Music, and uh, so the monks uh, are going to uh, sort of regularly record a few songs from time to time that will be available on our website and on YouTube, and I uh, encourage you to check that out. So uh, this is Father Meinrad Miller singing Ave Maria. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, Benedicta tu, in molieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis, Peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. All right, well, thanks again, Brother Luke and uh, Brother Timothy, for being on the podcast today. And Brother uh, Luke, you want to uh, maybe uh, throw a prayer out there for us to close this out? Sure. So it... Uh, Almighty God and Father, we, we praise and thank you for the many gifts that we have and we use this time of year, Thanksgiving specifically to pause in our lives and to thank you for the many blessings, the many gifts that you've showered upon us. We thank you for your presence in our lives, and we ask that you're with us in all that we do and all that we do in your name. And so we ask your blessings as we continue this journey of faith with you, and thank you for all your many gifts. Amen. As always, you can find the monks online at kansasmonks.org, on Twitter, Facebook, and uh, be sure to check out our YouTube channel. Thanks for listening.